Welcome to War of the Mind podcast with Lauren Johnson, your weekly dose of real-life experience for you, by you, giving listeners the chance to share their story while helping others and giving us all the opportunity to listen or be silent no more, paving the way for War of the Mind to share these life stories of struggles to triumphs, failures to promise. Here, we are all one, and as one, we can overcome life's journey towards finding our purpose. And welcome back to War of the Mind. The host, Lauren Johnson, this is the podcast that takes you on a transformative exploration of self-care practices to nurture your mind, body, and spirit. Again, I'm your host, Lauren Johnson, and today's episode is dedicated to understanding trauma, exploring different types of trauma, and uncovering the role of resilience in overcoming adversity. Join me as we dive deep into the importance of the topic and discover strategies for building resilience. Let's briefly review the topics we'll be covering today. First, we'll explore the concept of trauma, including its definitions and various types that individuals may experience. Delve into the core values associated with resilience and how they contribute to the healing process. And then finally, we'll discuss practical ways to develop resilience when faced with trauma. So let's jump in right into that. Today, understanding trauma, we must recognize that it encompasses a range of experiences that have a profound lasting impact on individuals. Trauma can result from various events, uh, such as substance abuse, uh, child abuse, uh, trauma from disaster, natural disasters, could be from a car accident, could be from witnessing violence. Uh, it could be from, say, your first responder, um, some of the trauma you've seen on the job. It could be workplace family trauma, anything um, to those effects. It disrupts our sense of safety and security and overall well-being. It's important to remember that everyone's experience of trauma is unique and the effects can manifest in different ways. 
So it's important to remember remember that just because your trauma affects you a certain way and maybe debilitating to you could play a whole different effect on somebody else who experiences somewhat of the same trauma, but they handle it different. And that's where, you know, one of the things that bug me is when people compare their life story to somebody else's life story and how they handled it and how the other person handles it to kind of make the, you know, one feel weaker than the other. And that's not how it is. It's not the case. Um, so, you know, let's explore. Now let's explore. Um, the core values associated with resilience and how they play a vital part in the role of overcoming trauma. The, these core values are self-efficiency, optimism, perseverance, and social support. First, we've got self, self-efficiency is the belief in our own abilities to navigate challenges and achieve positive outcomes. It involves recognizing our strengths and and capabilities, setting realistic goals. Now, setting realistic goals, remember, we don't want to set goals that are so far-fetched out there that you're going to end up failing them. Uh, The best way to do it is set them smaller goals, that are attainable that you might not see the the uh, outcome you want as fast as you you know you want but once you reach your goal so you have a small set of goals to reach a main goal and once you reach that main goal you'll look back and you'll see the consistency and the the how far you've come from the time when you you set all these goals um next we'll go into optimism optimism is another core value that fuels resilience it involves maintaining a positive outlook even in the face of adversity Optimistic individuals view setbacks as temporary and solvable. They actively seek solutions to overcome obstacles. Cultivating optimism can be done through practice of gratitude, challenging negative thoughts, and surrounding ourselves with supportive and positive influences. Now, seeking solutions to overcoming obstacles I find myself doing that a lot. Uh, I'm just I'm the type of individual that's never really content uh, with where I'm at. And maybe that's where I have become very resilient over a lot of the trauma. You know, in the past, maybe I haven't held, um, handled it the greatest, but... I've never been one to give up, and I've always been one to overcome the adversity and still keep fighting. Uh, 
And just because you don't have resilience right now doesn't mean you can't build on it. There's plenty of strategies on building resilience and, you know, further in episodes we'll cover that. Right now we're just covering the core pillars or values of resilience. Um, Positive influences, you know, surround yourself with that, that person that, you know, you may, you always have that one person where you're just like, oh God, you know, how can this person be so positive all the time on negative, even at the worst, like their life cannot be that great. You know, and that, their life may not be that great, but a lot of it is that positive self-talk where they're continuously telling themselves, you know, repeatedly over and over that they can do this, they can keep fighting, they can overcome this. And, you know, the more positive self-talk you do yourself, the easier it's going to be to overcome that because you're going to you're going to set that in your mindset to build on that and you know there's plenty of way other ways you know coping skills you know practicing gratitude Uh, a lot of us you know i do a lot of the guided journals and you know, where you can include in there your what you're grateful for. You know, a lot of times, you know, in the morning I'll put down the three things I'm grateful for and five, I am. I am strong. I am loving father, son, husband, etc. Um, I am... Uh, Faithful. I am a fighter. I mean, those are just examples. Next up, we have perseverance. Now, perseverance is the third core value. Is the ability to persist and remain determined. Now, remaining remaining determined. I mean, that can be a struggle in itself because you know. When stuff starts going bad, it it feels like it's going to keep going bad. And, you know, you can, I know for me in the past, I feel like every time I get slammed with one bad thing, it's it's slammed with another and another. And that determination to not give up in the face of challenges is what builds resilience. Resilient individuals understand that setbacks are natural parts of life. And that's where we've talked about before of letting go. Like, for myself, you know, faith plays a huge part in my recovery and my overcoming resilience, I mean adversity, and uh, my facing challenges in life and that resilience I have I, you know I 
I accept the setbacks, you know, I used to not. I used to think failure wasn't an option, and it took me a while to learn that it was okay to have setbacks. You know, a lot of times you take one step backwards and two steps forwards, and that's just, you gotta learn. One of the huge parts of resilience, I think, is acceptance, and accepting things in life that they are just the way they are and you know a lot of times our plan our life's life's work is already laid out in front of us and we may we may not see it today but down in the road in the future is you know you will look back and realize how actually easy you know we had it and I firmly believe when we look in the mirror that you might think you're going through something really really bad and always remember that somebody else has probably gone through something 20 times worse Finally, we have social support. And social support is crucial core value in building resilience. Having a strong network of relationships provides emotional validation, guidance, and practical assistance during difficult times. Seeking support from trusted friends and family or professional counselors can offer a safe place to process emotions gain perspective, and receive encouragement needed to navigate trauma and its aftermath. And for myself, uh, you know, when I switched to, to, when I handled after my first head injury, or second TBI, I struggled, you know, with self-acceptance of who I was and who I was going to be here on out. And a lot of processing my emotions, I had to go through professionals because I could not figure it out on my own. And, you know, back in the day, you know, our parents didn't, believe in counselors you know it was looked at as a weakness mental health was looked at as a weakness and that's not the case nowadays you know we all have our our own baggage and we all have our ways of dealing with it some are unhealthy and we'll cover those unhealthy behaviors as well as healthy coping skills uh, to get us through our daily lives. You know, and 
I go to a social support group and I get more out of that class than I do like relapse prevention or what are the other ones? Matrix, uh, DBT, DBT, dialectical behavior therapy. It's, uh, it's just another one of them like CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Those are just, uh, you know, other coping skills that you can use to overcome adversity depending on what you're dealing with. Um, you know, there's a, a, that emotional guidance and validation that sometimes we need to hear from another per, like professional and maybe not so much our parents, brothers, our siblings, wife, husband. Uh, sometimes it's best, you know, you hear it from that outside party and that's where it sinks in because, you know, I know if I heard it from my mom or brother, I'm probably not going to, I'm going to probably blow it off. And But if I go to my, you know, counselors, hear from them, I'm going to probably, it's probably going to sink in, especially when you start hearing it over and over, you know, from each one. And then you go to your group or whatever support group you go to. Um, there's so many support groups out there nowadays whether they're online, virtual, or in person, whether it's for just parenting or teens or suicide prevention, um, NA for drugs, A for alcohol, uh, there's just, there's domestic violence ones, uh, you know, there's so many support groups out, support groups out there to meet other individuals who are going through the same thing you are. And personally, like, I find that more helpful knowing that I'm not alone in what I'm going through and hearing other people say the same things that I'm thinking in my head and struggling with. And so, now that we've explored the core values of resilience, uh, let's discuss the practical strategies for developing resilience when faced with trauma. These strategies empower individuals to heal and rebuild their lives. First, it's important to prioritize self-care which we've, you know, went a little in depth on self-care in the past, um, but I, I, I don't think you can cover self-care enough. Um, there's so many different ways to cover self-care and activities and coping skills that nurture your physical, emotional, and mental well-being. This, inc this inc can include exercise, I believe in exercise. I feel so much better when I come out of the gym and I don't I don't care if it's I'm almost 40 years old and I can't lift like I used to when I was wrestling in college. And 
but it's getting in that mindset of going into the gym and just being there and whether you're just walking on the treadmill or you know doing your cardio or riding bike or the guy that loves or lady that loves the massage chairs I mean just going into the gym in that atmosphere I mean I I, I do like the massage chairs I won't lie um You know, the next one would be mindfulness practices. There are so many mindfulness practices. Uh, you know, we'll go more in depth, like, into mindfulness, because uh, there's just a, such a huge list of mindfulness activities you can practice at home, and... You know, those can be anywhere from, uh, just our regular coping skills and being in touch with our inner self, grounding techniques, you know, so next we have cultivating and a support system is essential, surround yourself with understanding Empathetic individuals who can provide encouragement and guidance can significantly contribute to the healing process. Now, you don't want to surround yourself with people who are constantly negative, constantly bringing you down or putting you down. That stuff wears off on you. And, you know, I've been in situations where at one time in my life I was... I was wrestling in college. I had a high self-esteem. I, I didn't have the trauma that I have now. And it finally hit a breaking point. And, you know, you surround yourself with negative people, it's going to wear off and you're going to start becoming negative. And... Guidance can significantly contribute to your healing process. Additionally, practicing self-compassion is crucial. Remember to be kind and patient with yourself as you navigate the healing journey. Now remember, this whole resilience and trauma isn't something we're going to get through overnight. It's a journey. It's a life journey. Uh, remembering to be kind and patient with yourself as you navigate the healthy journey or healing journey. Acknowledge that healing takes time and that setbacks are normal and the process uh, and is part of the process. Okay, so 
Finally, seeking professional help from therapists and, and or counselors, training trauma can be highly beneficial. And I am a firm believer in this. I at one time wasn't. I've been seeing the same one of the same counselors for almost a decade now, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. The times I wish I, you know, they have that where you gotta wait two years before you could even have coffee with them, and it sucks because you know my counselor and I talk about bow hunting and stuff like that, and. I, I, him and I would probably be best best friends outside of that counseling session. And there's days where I wish he wasn't my counselor, so that him and I could have that friendship. But at the same time, I know it would happen if you know I didn't have my counselor. I probably would hit a wall go downhill fast and you know it'd be a matter of time before I'm wishing I didn't make that choice And today, so we explored the profound impact of trauma and how resilience plays a crucial role in overcoming adversity. We discussed the core values of resilience, including self-efficiency, optimism, perseverance, and social support, and how they can contribute to the healing process. We also explored practical strategies of developing resilience when faced with trauma. Now remember, building resilience is a journey that requires patience. And I'm a stressor on patience. I tell this to, especially my wife, uh, patience is a tough one for individuals. Next, we have self-care and the support of others. By cultivating self-efficiency, embracing optimism, fostering perseverance, and seeking social support, you can navigate the path of healing and reclaim the strength and well-being. Now, before we wrap up, I'd like to share a preview of our next episode. In our upcoming show, we'll be diving deeper into the topic of building building resilience and exploring specific strategies that can empower your resilience journey. We might be joined by a, guest, a special guest who is somewhat of an expert in resilience who will provide valuable insight and practical tips for developing resilience in everyday life. Don't miss this insightful conversation as we continue the exploration of self-care practices that nourish the soul and the cultivating resilience. 
And I want to thank you for joining me on this episode of the self-care journey. Remembering that you have the strength within you to overcome challenges, building resilience, and taking care of yourself. Seek support when needed and stay tuned for upcoming episodes. Until then, be kind to yourself, yourselves, and embrace the power of resilience. And don't forget to check out our episodes, as we said, and also check us out on Twitter, LJ Voice Project, along with on Facebook, LJ Voice Project, and check out our website, www.ljvoiceproject.com slash podcast, and you can check out past episodes along with our if you just do ljvoiceproject.com, go to our homepage, uh, scroll to the bottom, you can also check out our blog. Uh, the links are on the top, and we'll have show notes posted in uh, as well, so if you want to check that out. Like I said, look forward to And I want to thank you all for listening to the show today. Uh <clears throat> I appreciate all the views and um, just go ahead and don't forget to share with your friends and family and and don't forget to like us on Facebook, The Voice Project. And we're also on Twitter at LJ Voice Project and we also check out our email. Um, our website is ljvoiceproject.com. Email is contact us at ljvoiceproject.com or we also have Lauren L-O-R-E-N Johnson at ljvoiceproject.com um, yeah we're also, also on Instagram all of those I mean just write us on um, on our webpage and we can easily get back to you um, you know just leave us a phone number our WhatsApp uh, phone numbers on there as well. So feel free to contact us. We're always available and free to answer. So I really hope to hear from you soon.